It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a professional musician, or you just want to start a podcast with your friends. PreSonus Audio Electronics has the gear you need to make your vision become a reality. Their latest USB audio interface, the AudioBox Go, is the perfect vehicle to help create your vision. Ultra affordable, surprisingly powerful, and even small enough to fit into your pocket. The AudioBox Go gives you all the connections you need to record on the move or in your home studio. Whether you're recording a guitar riff at rehearsal or a full-length solo album in your bedroom, you'll have all the tools you need to create like a pro right from the start. Compatible with both computers and mobile devices, the Audio Box Go is perfect for anyone who wants to get started recording fast. For more information on where you can get the Audio Box Go, visit presonus.com and it will lead you in the right direction to make those dreams a reality. Presonus Audio Electronics, proud sponsors of the ABV Podcast. Creating a craft beer universe in a craft beer desert is no easy task. But somehow, Pelican Craft Brands has managed to do that right here in Louisiana. By partnering up with local craft breweries or bringing in some of the best names in the national craft beer brewery scene, Pelican Craft Brands has established a great selection for all of you local craft beer drinkers. Make sure you're following them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest additions to their portfolio or simply visit pelicancraftbrands.com. Government Taco right here in Baton Rouge is your place to get the most creative and delicious tacos in the entire city. The Clucks and Balances, the Steak of the Union, the Filibuster, all of these are fantastic. Don't forget about their bar snacks, the Yucca Fries, and don't forget about their incredible happy hour specials Monday through Saturday, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m., except on Thursdays, where it's happy hour all day long. For more information, make sure you visit governmenttaco.com. Craft beer drinkers are very specific about what they want to pour their craft beer into. And the glassware for you is at hopsinthehollows.com. It doesn't matter what style or design you're looking for, Cliff has you covered at hopsinthehollows.com. You want some glasses with Joe Burrow featured on them, whether in LSU colors or Cincinnati Bengal colors? He's got you covered. Maybe you're a Star Wars fan. Maybe you're a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out fan. Or simply want a glass with the Hops in the Hollow logo on it, Cliff has you covered. Make sure to check him out at hopsinthehollow.com. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and love talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. Cam had the doors open, so it never would cool down. It was like 80 degrees in here last night. Yeah, Wes, before he went to Park Place, Wes hit me up. He goes, dude, why is it 80 degrees in the fucking brewery? I'm like, can't help you, bro. Sorry. Gone. Y'all like, can't put some kind of tube in there smashed. to, like, allow yeah. airflow. Oh, yeah, he was smashing when he called me. He's like, you ain't coming to Park Place? I'm like, nah, dude, I'm fucking on the couch. I'm sick. And, uh, but, uh, no, there's not a real good way. Like, I would think if there was a better way to do the AC shit, the AC people would have figured it out. I've got my ideas on how they can figure that better, but they haven't done it, so I assume... That's a podcast all in itself right there. Bobby Hoyt's air conditioning tips <laughs> and tricks. At my house, the, I mean, and most everybody's drip pan is a, it's a stainless, uh, not a stainless, uh, what is it, galvanized or whatever, aluminum yeah. fucking box. Why not have that bitch up on, like have those, uh, what's those plastic things they do, the, the troughs? You know what I'm talking about, the plastic troughs they do for like horses and shit? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not fiberglass, but it's plastic of some, but it looks yeah. like fiber shit. Mm-hmm. Have a drip pan like that, and it has a three-inch foot around it, so it's off the ground, and you have a valve angled off the bottom of that motherfucker yeah. that's got a hose fitting that you can screw a hose pipe to, open a fucking valve, and drain that bitch out of your attic into your tub. 
So I, I like Why not? retrofitted both, so of the, both of the ones in my house for the drain line. Put a T in it, coming up with an air fitting on it and a quarter turn ball valve. So if it gets clogged up in the drain line, I just shut off that valve, ball valve, valve, hook up some uh, air to it and blow the line. Well, that's what we did at Sprint too. Right. Yeah, well, I, put, I put those in there. Well, what I did yesterday, because ours comes through yeah, the drain, through an elbow, or through a, uh, through a little U, and then it drains. So we've got our air compressor, and I've got a little quick connect, and I just blew it through, put bleach down it, but you still got to suck all that fucking water out of the shop back. Yeah. So why is there not an easy way to just drain the shit to the fucking ground? Now, if you clean the drain line, it should just run. No, but I'm saying, like, so, not even the drain line, though, but the fucking drip pan itself. When it's full of water, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Raise that bitch off the ground by yeah, an inch gotcha. and have a fitting, open a valve. Yeah. Just have it tied into the drain. Right. This is a good intro to the podcast. Oh. I've been recording this whole entire time. Because that's how it happens with the shit show. I just hit record, and then we all fucking start talking. Goddamn you, H-back people. conversation ever. No, that's great. Bobby Hoyt, head brewer? Like, what do you, what's your title here? Like, you're the head brewer? Co-owner, head brewer. Yes. Co-owner, head brewer. Giller Brew, Gilla Brewing Company. This is where we are tonight. Ben Michon, him of 10,000 fucking bands. He plays with everyone. That's right. But God only, damn, only four current. Yeah, but he's an amazing okay. musician. If you haven't heard uh, Chemical City Rebels, Four Magnitrous, like check out these bands. They're okay. all streaming on all the platforms. They yeah, just come back. Yeah, all the things. Yeah, this dude is super. In, in, he's incredibly talented, and he likes good beer, so that's a good thing. That's why we're here. Kimberly Stein, she of uh, I don't know what do we call him, Kimberly? Like what? Kim, what's your... Uh, Whatever you want to call me. <laughs> well, look, I've been drinking since 11 this morning. That's dangerous. So don't put that on my shoulders right now. Uh, this is a shit show. This is like the first official shit show I've done since Ross decided to leave me and move to Florida. Uh, damn it, Ross. Motherfucker. The last time... Ross does not rock. Yeah, no, he does not. <laughs> the last time Michonne was on a, pot, on a, a shit show with us... Beer exploded. He saved us. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) If he wouldn't have grabbed that can and put it outside, it would have probably been worse than it was. But it was still, it was still bad. It still painted the entire entirety of that shit. It did. It did. It's like a blueberry one or something too. It was one of those four fifty north. Oh yeah. You ever seen those? So it was the can was dented already, and I was told like be careful because it might explode on you. So I told Ross, I'm like, take your time when you're opening, like be real easy. And then, what, did, Ben, were you opening it? Somebody yeah, else was opening it. Was, was it Greg? Maybe. It might have been, yeah, Greg or Jess. Maybe, maybe, uh, it might have been Greg. And then fucking Ross is in the background like, be a fucking man, just open it. So he did, <laughs> and it exploded I mean, fucking like, everywhere. He like dropped it. Like right I mean, what is that? What is that? Like a, a ten by twelve shed? Yeah, yeah, it was small. Like the the whole, entire, the yeah. whole thing, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but, there was red, purple specks everywhere. Yes, yeah, it smelled nice. We smelled nice, but still, there's beer everywhere. <laughs> there was about an ounce of beer left in that yes. can when it was done. Yeah. I feel like we don't have to worry about that tonight, since we're at the brewery and yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, everything should that. be good. So, uh, all right, Bobby, what do you what do you want to start us off with? Yeah, what, whatever you want. We, get, we run the gamut right now. I'm letting Ben Michon make the first pick for tonight's shit show. Yeah, so we can get some of that. I just had the uh, peanut butter butternuts. Oh, and shit. It's not peanut butter. It's uh, butter pecan. Uh, Close enough. <laughs> let's try that, try that Bayou Sunrise. Okay, right on. Sweet. All right. I love that Ben's going with a double IPA for our first pick. That's right. I mean, go big or go home. Get so, started off right. Look, I'm here for like whatever. That's up to you. I'm Bobby. Bobby, you're you're back behind the bar. You're handling all this shit. Give us whatever we want. All right, Ben. I mentioned like you play in a hundred bands. Yep. So let's talk about while Bobby's pouring the beers. What's going on with like Chemical City Rebels? Uh, have you guys started working on new material for a new album yet, or like? Yeah, I have a uh, probably five songs polished up ready to go i need to write about four more uh i have the basic structure of them and the riffs written and just need nice. to kind of like get with the guys and finish showing them all the stuff and you know 
putting their spins on things and you know getting it all polished up so we can put it on the record. I'm actually hoping to get that done by the end of this year as far as like getting in the studio and getting recording. Nice. So besides Chemical City Rebels, you play with Fort Magnitus. Who else are you playing with? Uh, Big Frank, this band I've been in. Are you playing with Big Frank now? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I love Big Frank. Oh, uh, yeah, man. We, uh, I've been in that band since the inception of it. Really? Have you? How yeah. did I not fucking know that? Yeah, yeah that was me, uh, Matt Dupre, Andrew Fridge, and Josh Klipstein. Uh Matt and I and P, Andrew, Yeah. we've been playing together since we were in high school, basically. So, like, I've never not been in the band with those guys, basically. We did, you know, first band out of high school. It's called Slaves of Freedom. We did that for a few years, and we did another band called Mute Hound. Okay. That lasted a while, and then after Mute Hound, around 2008, we started Big Frank. Nice. So, fucking Josh is an amazing drummer. You, so you're playing with fucking killer musicians to begin with, off the top. Very fortunate in that aspect. Your drummers are amazing. Like, Josh is a fucking great drummer. Ben is a stupid, incredible talent. Like, he posted a clip. You guys, are, it was like a live show, and he was, it was like one of your new songs or something, yeah. and he was playing, and I was watching, and I'm just going, how's he, like, how's he doing all this shit? Like, what the fuck? What is going on right now? This is the reason why I'm retired, and I don't play drums anymore, <laughs> because there's motherfuckers out there a hundred times better than me playing cool as shit, and I just want to go out and watch those people in support But I just them. saw you a few weeks ago. When? At uh, Fathead. Oh, I was drunk. I was just sitting in. Like I'll be, I'll be at Fat Cat later. My buddy Joe Cooper's running the, the the jam tonight at Fat Cat's, so I'll be there later tonight. But I already told him, like, dude, don't call me to come. Like, I don't want to play. Like, I, I don't. I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm retired. I'm too old. Like, I can't, I can't play anymore. Fucking done. Whatever. You're not doing anything. You're not playing at all. I hadn't played like a full drum gig since probably early January. Uh, yeah, I haven't done any gigs for a while. Just, I just kind of like just lost my my passion for it. I guess I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to go. What I want to do. What I've been doing is uh, a friend of mine, Clay Parker, plays. It's it's Clay Parker and Jody James. I know they're, Clay. Yeah, and Jody actually. Yeah, they're a duo. They do some stuff around around the area. and They travel a lot. But they have a studio at their house, and they do they re, they do a lot of recording sessions for other people coming there. I've been their go-to guy for drums for this, so that's what I've been enjoying, just going out and creating music. Like I'm done with the fucking cover scene. Like I'm just I've done that shit since 1993. Like I've played cover band. Like I've played in original bands as well, but like the majority of everything I've done has been cover music. Right. And it's fun. It's fun, you know go play with your friends and finds whatever. But like. Now getting to pick and choose what I want to play and who I want to play with and doing all these recording sessions, this has been fun to create right. music. Yeah, there's a certain satisfaction that comes with, uh, the, with creating the music itself and being yeah. part of the creation of it. And Absolutely. Shaping the song what it is. And yeah. It, it's fun to play a cool-ass song that you love and all that other right. stuff. But, uh, it's yeah, fun to like, set up my drums and play Soundgarden on a Sunday afternoon and right. shit, but like, yeah. what, is, what, what is that accomplishing? Right, right. You know? It's, it's cool that I get to play those songs, but... To be in a studio and help, like, here's a guitar track and vocals, like, we, we're building this, so, like, to be a part of that is really fun. Right. I enjoy that, so. You know, been, with those two as well, man, they're super talented, so I'm sure that's fun as hell. I mean, yeah. I could just sit there and listen to them sing together, and oh, they have to be playing, it's like, They're so, so good. good. And the whole setup at Clay's, at Clay's house is all analog. They're using fucking reel-to-reels and bad tapes and <laughs> shit, like, it's Bad-ass. fucking completely analog, and I love it, like, it's right. so good. It's it's a it's a very unforgiving process because like you got to be in your shit when you're recording it, yeah. but it's fun. All right, Bobby, you poured us beers. We're drinking the Bayou Sunrise Ben's Choice. Right. Let's talk about this beer. So we've done that a few times before. Well, actually, just once before. Um, Bayou Sunrise was my very first recipe I ever created here. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, and it, it was a good hit. Um, it was one of the last ones that we had a more complex. Uh, hop bill, if you will. Um, we tend to not try to do so many damn hops in the beer anymore. <laughs> now, volume-wise, we put a shit ton of hops. Yeah. But variety-wise, we try to limit it to maybe three at the most. Right, right. Um, this one has four, so it's not too many. It's Citra Mosaic, Cashmere, and Eldorado. Eldorado's one of my favorite hops. It's okay. such a beautiful hop. Um, but, uh, you know, our, our standard New England style as far as grain bill, um, mm-hmm. 
all, all we, we strictly use Pilsner now. Um, we'll use some two row for our, our stouts and shit, but for the most part, we're a strictly Pils brewer on our uh, base malts. Um, a lot of oats, a lot of wheat. Um, so our, our, most of our uh, NEPAs are kind of the same kind of thing. We, but we play with those gravities. We play with the uh, the mass temps and stuff like that to make it thicker or yeah. thinner and shit like that. But uh, mostly when you're talking IPA, you're talking about your hot combination. So it's that cashmere mixed with the, uh, the Eldorado is a good mix with that citrus mosaic. Citrus mosaic is a tried and true. Right. You, you can't, can't go, go wrong. wrong with it. Um, <laughs> but then you add that that uh, that cashmere and that Eldo in there, man. It's a really good mix. I like I that. that beer. It's really good. Cliff it's, made a great label. It, I love that label. Yeah. Um, Cliff Jacketo, Hops in the Hollows, uh, does some labels for you guys. Uh, Kimberly, is this one of your uh, go-to beers when it's on tap? No. Wow, wow, okay. Way to shit on Bobby right here. I'm not shitting on Bobby. Okay. I'm a very across-the-playing-field beer drinker. Okay. So it just depends on the mood. Sometimes it's the sours, sometimes it's the butternut, sometimes it's an IPA, sometimes it's the pills. So there's nothing that I just absolutely have to drink. She's just all over the board when you come I in. I am. Unless it's still fly or enigmatic parable. Okay. And then that's all I drink. When I come in, it's normally I gravitate toward the IPAs because you guys do a great job doing IPAs. You always have. Uh, the Lush series is also fucking tasty as well. Uh, so when when you're coming up with with recipes for beers, like how much do you and Brad collaborate? Brad Anderson, another another brewer here for the brewery, one of the owners. Uh, like, how much do you guys get together? Like, you come in and like, hey, I've got an idea for a beer, mm-hmm. and let's talk about it. Indeed. So, basically how we do it, and it's not always so concrete because we're not on a strict <laughs> schedule like Kim wants us to be. Um, Kim, stop it. Leave him alone. So, the idea <laughs> is to have a meeting, come up with six to eight beers. Yeah. Get us all on board. This is the beers we're going to make every Saturday because we brew on Saturdays. Yeah. Unless we have, unless we're constrained and we have to brew like twice a week sometimes, but uh, it's not often. But we plan out six to eight beers. We all come to the table. So it's me, Brad, Alex, Kim, and Cam. Yeah. Um, so between Kimberly and Cam, they're the the ear to the to the public who's asking for what beer to come back, right? Right. Um, and then between me, Brad, and Alex, like, what do we want to brew? Like, so you know, with we have our personal preferences, obviously. Um, we always try to have at least one pills, maybe two easy drinkers. So we got the Brandon, which is the Irish Red, super light, 4% yep. alcohol, so it's nothing. Um, but we try to keep a pills or a lager, something along them lines. But uh, other than that, it's like, let's, let's keep, keep our sour series going. We got our small batch of uh, fermenters. We try to keep those full with sours all the time. Um, so it's just a matter of, kind of arbitrary but it's kind of not it's 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 weird the way we do it i mean and that's the beauty of our model like we're super small we're we're still just a brew pub so we don't have to keep up with a a core brand in the market right right right. you don't need Um, that flagship beer out there like um which in the not so distant future i guess it's not the near future but no. it's not the distant future we might have those problems to deal with hopefully i mean i Depending think it'd be great these fucking laws happen oh man if, if, if these laws change like we hope they are it's going to be it's going to be a drastic change yeah like, um but yeah we, we we come up with these ideas like i said with the ipas we have our, our a core base of our grain bill right the way we're kind of brewing these beers hot combinations always change and with the new hops that are always continually coming out, well, yeah, this, this, this hop sounds interesting. What would it pair good with and shit like that. So, yeah, so we come to the table, me and Brad talk about, like, so Brad just went to Denver, case in point. Okay. He went to Denver for vacation, and he went to these cool little lager houses. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, this lager was amazing. This is what they do. Let's try this. Or you go out of town, you try this IPA, and it was like, they mixed these hops together. It worked well. Let's try that. Mm-hmm. So so it's, it's not... It's not always scientific, but it's it, it works, man. So yeah, we come together and we're like, hey, I want to try this. And like, fuck it, let's get it and do it. Yeah. So I feel like recently, what I refer to, well, what Justin Myers from Cypress Coast Brewing refers to as Crispy Boys. 
Pilsners, <laughs> lagers, stuff like that. And also West Coast IPAs. Speaking of him, he was here yesterday. Was he? Nice. We, we, brewed, we did a collab yesterday. Oh, okay. All right. But it was just me and Justin. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Caleb, really cool. Caleb right? wasn't here. Brad wasn't here. Actually, it was just me and Justin. Yeah, let y'all go in here and fucking do what y'all need to do. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like though, like the Pilsners and the Loggers and West Coast IPAs are starting to creep back into the beer scene. And as a sneak peek, we did. Hey, West Coast IPL. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. That's what I was about to or say. Or a I cold mean, IPA, if you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, right. We get way more into IPL. the West Coast ones just because there's just so many of these. It's like so right. saturated in the market. Well, it's 100%. Nice, it's nice to have like a West Coast. It's a little bit, it doesn't feel like it's as thick. You right. know what I mean? It's nice and crisp, a little bit more solid. Oh, yeah, and, that, and they, yeah. that's the idea behind them. Right. You're mashing at a lower temperature. You're, you're clarifying the beer. It's it's nice and dry. Yeah. It's super fucking bitter, so it's making you more thirsty. So yeah. And you get a little bit more pininess out of it, like, right. you know, earthiness, as opposed to a West uh, East Coast-style IPA. Uh-huh. Right. A bit more refreshing than these. Right. So what we did it's yesterday... A nice, it's, a nice, it's a nice break for your palate. Mm-hmm. Like, all those juice bombs, you like getting right. all this shit, like, exactly. to go back to that old-school style, which was, like, back in the day, I saw everybody drink, like, Sierra Nevadas and right. Stone IPA and stuff like that, like... Yeah. Those are the beers everybody drank, and then the East Coast styles took over that. But it's nice to give your palate a break and go back to those styles. And you notice on your, you notice it on your stomach, like they don't sit so heavy in your right. belly. Like you're able to drink a little bit more, and they're a little easier. So, so what we did yesterday was basically we brewed a lager, but we hopped it like an IPA. And you, so or or we brewed an IPA, but we're fermenting with a lager. So it's gonna be super light. It's gonna be probably in the six percent something range, alcohol-wise, but uh, super clear. Yeah. Fermented with a um, with a lager yeast, and so it's gonna be just a super ass hoppy yeah. lager. Sweet. Yeah. I'm down for that, dude. I'm ready for that. So you mentioned the collaboration with Cypress Coast. Are you guys doing any more collaborations? I know y'all did one recently with Seven Tap up in Shreveport as well. Yeah. We got that. Um, we owe we owe Jeremy a, a collab at Tim Roof. Nice. Okay. Right. We did the Voodoo Rilla with him here uh, Dude, a few weeks ago. That beer was so fucking good. Yeah. And 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 I'm super stoked that Jeremy's over there. Same, dude. I can't, I like, can't uh, wait to see what they're gonna do over there. Like, uh, let Jeremy do what he needs to do. That was my like when the first time I went to Astruma when they weren't even open. Jeremy was their first brewer they hired. He brought out a bunch of samples for us to try. I was like, this location. What they're doing here with food and beer, this brewery is going to fucking crush it. Right. And then they went through all kind of different, like, issues and stuff and went through a different a bunch of different brewers. And now they got Dean over there yeah. brewing. And Dean's doing it. It's good. The beer's gotten better. The beer's gotten better. But, man, if Jeremy would have been able to stay there, like, the streamer would have been a fucking and, forced director. And not only that, but if the, the, the creative, um, what's the right word? Uh, if he would have control of our uh, creation right that's the key um and that's what i'm worried about with tin roof like letting and, him and that, be and that's my reservation with that too yeah although from what i've been understanding i listened to the podcast you did with him at uh, yeah. uh, on saint patrick's day um it seems like they're giving him some of those reins and they're right. trusting him to do that so that's gonna be really nice um, yeah his new recipe for voodoo is really fucking good it's got a little dankness on it which i was like surprised about but everything that he brought out for that podcast that we drank i was like blown away the fucking what was the IPA we drank that was like a like a fruited IPA or something like that? Oh, like a chocolate. Was that the, 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 was the, the, the Valentine's Day was the yes. white chocolate strawberry? Yeah, white chocolate strawberry IPA. When he told me he was bringing that out, I was just like, I don't know how this is gonna fucking work. And then I drank it, and I was like, this beer is great. Right. Like holy shit. Right. Like let this dude have creative control in your brewery. I've worked with Tin Roof. I know there's some issues with all that, but like, they need to let him right. just have free reign. Like, trust Jeremy because he knows what he's doing. Right. And I can I can feel for the Tin Roof guy, like the corporate or I guess it's not corporate if if, if that's the way you want to say it. But like the higher ups, I, I guess they've been burned by some brewers they had in the past or whatever. So they want some control. But Jeremy's the guy they need to let have some reign. Right. Right. Because do you know what he's doing? Like, even he knows on the homebrew level, that he's oh. killing it on yeah. homebrew like. His homebrew is really good, really he's, good. He's a quiet guy, like doesn't talk a lot. Uh, I was in, I was surprised, like on the podcast, that he talked as much as he did because I've known Jeremy for a long time. He's just like, he's very like you ask him a question, he's like, it's a one word answer, <laughs> like a one sentence answer, and that's really it. Short. 
But the dude, when it comes to brewing beer, he knows what the hell he's doing. Like, him and you were like my two brewers that I knew I could trust. If you want to brew something, it's going to be good. Like, when you went Southern Craft, I was just like, if Bobby is brewing this beer, I know what's going on. I'm not, but, but look, I, look, I feel like I've known Bobby long enough to where if he brewed something that I, I didn't like, I, w- I could tell him and be honest with it, and he would he would be fine with that. And, and I like, would probably I'm share the same sentiment. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm my biggest critic for sure. Like, Absolutely. You have I will, to be. I will find flaws in a beer that everybody likes, and I'm like, eh, that beer kind of sucked. Yeah. I mean, you can't bet a thousand all the time. There's going to be a beer you're going to like eventually release and be like, I could have done this better. It's right. good, but I could have done this better. Right. And like, I would be honest with you. I wouldn't sugarcoat anything if like you release a beer and I'm just like, this is good. It's okay. But like, the great thing about everything I've had that you've brewed is been really fucking good. Right. So it's like, I could, I trust you. Like, if you're saying like, this is my recipe, I do this, yeah, it's gonna be fucking great. That's why we love Bobby. Yes, Bobby's great. Ben, what, what, what drove you to the craft beer market? Like. What brought you to this side of the table? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I used to just like seeing it in stores, I guess, for the most part, you know, and trying, trying different things and see stuff in there. Like, I, I remember, like, when they Was it the other Ben? Did he bring you in? No. Okay. No. no, no, no. <laughs> did you bring him in? I think, I think all our toes got dipped in at the same time. Because I mean, we were all, I mean, because yeah. we all grew up together. Right. right. There's yeah. so many Ben's in this fucking circle. Oh, I was yeah. just like. <laughs> yeah. There's three of us in one band. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. At one point, it was almost four. <laughs> almost four, yeah. When ben and you got that Sean band. guy in the band. Like, I don't know what well, y'all doing with that dude. The first bass player. The first bass player. The first bass player was Ben 10. Yeah, yeah, so it was right. Three bins yeah. and a Benton. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. We tried to get him to change his name. Sure. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, Sean through. should be Ben. Yeah. The fact that I love that he has to wear pants at work. Oh yeah. That's that's what I love. I was fucking like Burger Boy. <laughs> Look, if he would have quit because of that, I'd have fucking respected him a hundred yeah, times no more. Doubt. No I doubt. love Sean to death. He's one of my favorite people in the whole fucking yeah, and the, one of the most talented fucking people oh, I've ever yeah. met in my life. Like, Absolutely, he, man. He's so. so fucking good and such a great catch for you guys at Chemical City Rebels to have him playing bass in that band, dude. Because yeah. like, not only can he he he's going to be a great bass player, but for the songwriting process. I was about to say, he's a songwriter. Yeah, That's, exactly. So I can't wait to hear all the new stuff you guys are going to be doing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's coming along good, man. I think uh, people are going to be surprised by it. It's going to be maybe a little bit more aggressive than our first, last album. Good. So, But the, 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 the first album is great. But, like, if you're going to get more aggressive, then fuck yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, and not so much as, like, I'm not screaming on, like, every song or anything like that, like, a, even through a full song, but there's more of those moments when I am screaming and there's more, like, build-ups. It's a little bit faster paced than the first yeah. album, I think, so far. But um, the first Chemical City Rebels album is, like, it's very melodic. Oh, yeah. There's a, it's, 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 like, for a punk rock band, what you guys are doing, like, there's a lot, like, the harmonies and the melodies for a lot of those songs you wouldn't think of for a punk rock band. Yeah. But that's that's what I love about you guys because you have the aggression, you have the fucking power, and you show that, but then you have this other side where you're like, we'll do these layers of fucking harmonies and shit, which is fucking fantastic. Right. Yes. But if you ever heard, like, the old, like, this shit you and Ben were doing, the ASG stuff, oh, yeah. like... If you've never heard that, you gotta get your I hands on it. I have not. I'm, 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 I I've got a, I've got at least I've got a couple CDs of it. But uh, I'm but, if, but if you let hear that, hear no, fuck that, no, dude. Beautiful shit. I still listen to it. Well, it's, but, uh, and look, if I can let people hear my stupid shit out of a garage band, <laughs> and I let you hear that shit, <laughs> yes. but, so it's like. But it, but it was just it was just him and Ben, Ben Rowland and, and me, Sean. Yeah. Beautiful fucking songs. I mean, if there's if there's one thing this dude's ever gonna die with, perfect songwriter. Kill He's a great songwriter, uh, but I feel like and you then, need but him and, and him and him and Rylan were like born to to be together. Like they write good songs together. Yeah, and you guys, and, you and guys I think I think what, I think what they sure. did with Chemical City is they took ASG and turned that from a an acoustic freaking version of Alice in Chains mixed with like freaking just some I don't, I don't some some lighter shit. Yeah, and turned that into a 
I guess punk, but I mean, it's post-punk, post-rock, whatever you want to call yeah, that. Like, yeah. You kind of hit on so many but, like, different there's genres. So, there's so many things y'all are doing. Yeah. So many things y'all are doing that just remind me of your old ASG shit. Like, yeah. But just with more aggression, more balls, more... The idea behind it was we were coming out of Routine Fiend that Ryland and Fred... Oh, I remember Routine Fiend, yeah. ...together, and then that kind of dissolved. And uh, Fred and I started jamming. He hit me up and he was like, let's just play some songs or whatever. And I, you know... I, even towards the end of Routine Fan, I've been saying like the next album I want to write is going to be more like a rock and roll album, less like metal tinged, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, of course, I love, you know, any any harmony, like I love. Like, if you just had an entire song that was just vocal harmonies and guitar harmonies, yeah. with some sparse drums on it, I would be fucking happy. You right. know what I mean? That's my favorite thing to do is make harmonies. You know? Crazy thing, before I even met Ross, Remember the uh, the music store that was up here in Gonzales? I can't remember the name music of it. Music Corporate? Yes. So. Or Allison's? No, it was over no, no, it was Burnside. Burnside. Yeah, yeah, it was on Burnside. So, so Ross's mom sold CDs there, I believe. And a friend of mine who ran uh, like a record bar in fucking Bormarche Mall back in the day, known this girl for years. She's like, hey, this band in Gonzales is looking for a drummer. And I thought of you if you want to go try for them. This is fucking swashbuckler. Oh, no shit. Back in the day. Nice. Like, sent me their stuff to like listen to them like, yeah, I don't think this is my thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. And then literally two months later, Ross shows up at Presonus where I was working. And I met Ross and we became the best friends. And I'm like, it's like, dude, I almost tried out for your fucking band. <laughs> He's like, you serious? I'm like, yeah, I almost tried out for your fucking band. Like, it probably would have sucked and I wouldn't have worked out, but like. <laughs> nice. It's so weird, like, the connection that, from Ross going to you guys, like, that I made with everyone, like, Ross being at Presonus, then Sean coming in there, and, like, I remember uh, Ross playing demos of Sean playing the fucking Terminator theme and shit, (laughs) and I'm just like, who is this fucking dude? Like, this is great. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why is he not playing it with anybody? To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, let's roll, dudes! And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, why's my gas tank on E? Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license. I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed, you lose. Slow down. Driving is no game. A message from Virginia DMV. Yeah, I knew I knew uh, I knew Sean in middle school, and then once we got to high school, and because Sean and uh, Sean and Ross lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So I and I knew uh, Sean in middle school, and then once we got to high school, I, I met Ross and shit. And, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't playing music at that point, and I started dabbling with these fuckers, and but then they, I was here, and they were like, yeah, they all started climbing. I was like, all right, I'm out of music, y'all are right. I can't fucking play with y'all anymore. <laughs> Dude, the first time I saw No Fuego, it was in Tigerland. They were playing at Rotolo's. And I, I walked in there, and I knew Sean. So, like, that was the reason I went to go support Sean, like, fucking hang out. And I'm seeing Greg on bass, and I'm like, I know this fucking dude from somewhere. Like, what the fuck? So they got up the stage, and he was like, what's up, Charles? I'm like, Greg, I remember you fucking playing with Toby Tomplay at fucking Jack Kelly's when it was on College Drive singing a song about a fucking table dance or some kind of bullshit. Like, <laughs> what are you doing playing in a fucking punk rock band? Like, I had no clue that Greg played a fucking instrument. This Toby Tomplay would get up there and play guitar and just, like, Greg would get up there and sing with him. Greg's like, a really good bass player. Greg's a fucking great bass player. It just blew my mind the first time I saw those guys. I was just like, how was this fucking dude playing, like... There's no way. This, well, he's got to be like, is this tracked? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but I love Greg. Greg's a great fucking dude. He was at the podcast with the beer blew up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, 
Greg came out and saw us play last night, so we're going to hang out with him for a while. Dude, I wish I could have made that show. It's all good. If I would have had free tickets to fucking Garth Brooks, I'm just like... We right, still good. had a, uh, a really good turnout. Nice. So I was happy with that. You know, of course, uh, we had some bands that we played with that I don't think any other fans would even remotely think about going. <laughs> Every time you post something uh, on Facebook where you guys are playing, like whatever band you're playing with, I look at him like, fuck, I've got my daughter this weekend, I can't make it. It's like, it's, it always falls on a weekend where I can't be there. And it sucks, because I want to come out and fucking hang out with you guys and watch the show. Yeah. And like, like last night, I wanted to come out to that show, and then everybody from the radio station's like, hey, we got all these tickets, do you want a ticket? And I'm like, all right, if all the big wigs are going to be yeah, there, I, like, I, I need, I need right. to go and, and fucking sure. do that. But Yeah, and you got, you got to see the new format lineup, dude. It's It's... Uh, the, it's, it's a different thing, dude, right? I it's, saw Ford Magnite just way back in the fucking day. Yeah, it's, it's so I've known Kip for fucking ever. Yeah. Like, I saw them way back in the fucking day, but I want to see this new lineup with fucking Josh playing drums and you up on the fucking stage. Like, I want to yeah, see yeah, that it's show. It's so much different. It's so much different. Like, the, the thing feels so, like... So, like, why is this band in Essential Parish and not Los Angeles? Yeah, like, why are they not opening it up like fucking, that, like, like, you know, yeah, yeah Black Label really, Society it, it, it or whatever? It really feels so next level. Like, even though, like, I mean, everything they do, Big Frank, all that shit, like, all the bands, yeah. like, even, even if it wasn't just y'all, like, but, like, Leak, all the, all the local bands, we have so much talent in Essential Parish. I agree. Even Baton Rouge, whatever here. it is. It really is. I mean, you see bands like uh, Southern Whiskey, like, they're so fucking good. But like, I feel like there's more talent he, out here now, he, even in Baton Rouge, than there was back in like the heyday when I was playing like you know cover shows. Yeah, for the, sure. There was a good there was a good original lineup of bands out in the in the in the mid '90s up to 2000s. But like I feel the talent is better now than it was then. Right. Yeah. But, I just wish but it's just a whole different thing. It's a whole yeah, different thing. Dude, like it's, that's like, the big like problem. Like I said, with Southern whiskey. I mean, even think about forming the void. One of my favorite. God, I love those fucking dudes. One of my favorite so bands ever. But like when you literally look at, everything I try to write when I'm fucking trying to write shit, like I, I want it to sound like that. <laughs> and it's like it can, but it's like those, those dudes are good. Feel like they're kind of held back, and they're not gonna be that big unless they get to the top of the top. Like I mean, unless you're freaking sleep or something, you're not gonna be that big. But what I think what Four Mag has going on, like there's a potential to be. Incredibly big, like yeah. just just with the the talent, the the style of music, the just the feel of y'all show. Like it's the same thing. It's like it's different. It's, it's, it's different. It's heavy and it's big, but it's still melodic and it's fucking like. This is the so. I'm gonna drop this. On the, I'm gonna drop this in the podcast it's right now. Shit. It is. I'm gonna drop this in the podcast right now. So when me and my boss were coming back from the Megadeth Lamagot show, that's why I love my boss. So if anybody's not listening to Eagle Nine Eight Point One right now. You probably should, because we've changed the fucking format. We're playing, like, a lot of cooler shit. Yeah. It's not fucking Led Zeppelin and uh, the same Led Zeppelin song and Leonard Skinner every fucking hour. Like, you're hearing fucking Alice in Chains, Dirt. Like, you're hearing fucking Dream Theater. Like, you're hearing fucking okay. old school, like, kill them all Metallica shit. Okay. Hit the lights. You're hearing some cool shit. Okay. So, my show on Saturday nights from, like, my show is from 6 to midnight, but from 8 to 10... I do a show called Attack of the 80s. And it's all 80s hair metal shit. Just like Maiden, Priest, stuff like that. So coming back from the Megadeth and Lamb of God tour, we were like, what if we took the last two hours from 10 to midnight and went a little bit heavier with that? I was like, great. Can we incorporate local local bands in that as well? Man, that would be Because I think that would fucking fit in perfectly. So we throw you guys in there with Fort Magnitrous, with Chemical City Rebels, yeah. also with like some Lamb of God and fucking like even early corn and shit like that, yeah. where it's not like, it's still radio friendly, but we're throwing some local, local acts in there as well. Cause yeah. like my whole thing was like, I want to do a local music show. Cause I know enough of y'all. Like I want to put your music on the right. fucking radio for people to hear this shit. Right. Cause that I mean, they're like right. a, a ZZ Top meets White Zombie Pantera. Thing. Right. Like, I mean, like, right, dude. Like, right up there. Like, so it's it's radio friendly for the most part. But yeah. It's still aggressive and fun and cool and bluesy and fucking hard. Dude, and like it's, ten to midnight on a Saturday night, like we can get. I think we can pull enough people into lit. Like, if we're if we build it up and like, I'm, I'm tagging all of you guys on social media and y'all know like, hey, this is uh, what we're playing tonight. This, you know, this is our lineup. Yeah, we share it and with like. I think we could build that up into a big thing. So me and him are talking about it. He's all down for it because, like, 
he's all into the heavy shit. He's all into heavy shit, and he's all into the uh, like the old '80s stuff. That's why we bonded. That's how Attack of the '80s became what it was, yeah. or what it is. So, like, I want to do that because I want to support all you guys. Like, yeah, I, I love everything it, y'all are doing. I want to yeah. put it. Like, It'd be hard how to cool would that be, on, dude? That would be fucking amazing. ten o'clock on a Saturday night. You fucking turn on the radio and you yeah. hear Chemical City Rebels and Four Man Nights on the fucking radio, that would dude. Be the shit, I mean, right? Remember, and there hasn't been anything like that. Day? Yes, that's what I was yeah. trying to bring up. I was like, there are so many bands that I discovered through the Rusty Cage, like when I was oh, in high dude. school. Oh, dude, Yeah, fuck yeah. Tune in every Wednesday at nine o'clock to see what they were play. Right. And it was all, it was a bunch of different stuff, heavy stuff, but they would play local stuff. Like, that's how I discovered Soylent Green and Gay yeah, Horror yeah. and, you know, Clutch even. You know, oh, fuck Clutch. That's how I discovered Shit. them was on Shit. that show. The first time, yeah. remember we saw Clutch in New Orleans? I had never, yeah. ever even heard of Clutch. They opened up for Corrosion. For Corrosion and, uh, oh, wow. and it was uh, Clear Light. And Clear Light, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. First time, I saw, band. first time I saw Clutch yeah, that was, was insane. Like I'd never heard of them, and they opened up and were like, "Oh shit, they're awesome!" First time I saw Clutch, it was 2004. My old band was playing on Bourbon Street, and a buddy of mine was living down in New Orleans. He's like, "I got this." Was a, it was a club called Twyropa in New Orleans? Oh yeah, I played there actually. Oh really? Okay. So like the first floor was like, like concerts. Second floor was like a dance thing, and like third floor was like whatever. It was Guar and fucking Clutch. And I stayed at his house that, that weekend. He was Weird like, combo. dude, like, I had a buddy of mine that liked Clutch, but like, I never listened to him. And that night I was just like, holy it's fuck, these dudes are amazing. Like, what is going on? Yeah. And ever since then, I was like, I'm the I'm the biggest Clutch fan. The, the yeah, I was there just to watch Corrosive Conformity and, uh, and uh, Clear Light. I mean, obviously, because they're local yeah. and they were cool. Like, I'm not a big instrumental only band, but Clear Light was a whole yeah. separate thing. They were real fun. Um, but yeah, we saw Clutch and it was like, dude, these fucking dudes. Dude, I saw Clutch and the Sword at fucking uh, House of Blues. It wasn't House of Blues. It was a uh, Howlin' Wolf. That yeah, okay, yeah. I was at that show. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Sword fans ever. And like, as soon as I, I discovered the Sword on fucking Guitar Hero Two, <laughs> yeah, the oh, really? first yeah. Okay. for you. That's the first. I like, who the fuck is this band? Yeah. Like, they're fucking amazing. And ever yeah. since then, like, they're like, That's I've seen the them cool like eight about times. Chelsea's. Yeah, I'm hoping the they bring those twice. acts back. Dude, they are. They sword, are. The Sword and Melvin's used to come to the Spanish. Place yes. Well, Aaron, at least once a year, right? Aaron's booking Chelsea, so the guy who used to book the Melvin's booking Chelsea. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to happen. Chelsea, so the Melvin's can come back around. Yeah. That sword. Dude. And now they're. I mean, fucking. Goddamn. Uh, I you, mean, man, they set up the venue. Fucking. Perfect. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Chelsea's is great. Nice. Yeah. I mean, Sword Strip just like riff rock, but it's so fucking good, man. It's yeah, just like. They're yeah. Fun. Like they're so fucking badass. Yeah. The first. Three right there. Oh, yeah. The last album I didn't care for much because, like, they went to, like, it was good, but it was like this fucking, I don't know, like, laid back, mellow kind of style. Which as is opposed fine. to, yeah, it was good, but it just, like, it didn't. Those it, first three records, though, dude, I could, like, uh, listen to that shit. I spun it so much. Yeah. Like, around 2006 or whatever that was going, you know. Dude, yeah. It's just like, for all real. I listen to. I used to drive Ross crazy with that shit. <laughs> all right, Kim. What's our next beer we're drinking? I'm letting you pick it. Oh, I get to pick? You get to pick. Um, so we did Bayou Sunrise. Yes. I know Ben had Humulus Cumulus earlier. Yeah, I will drink another one though if you want. Let's do that. He's not eating it. Oh, yeah. Let's do the Humulus really Cumulus. So that's a collaboration beer, right? Yes, with 7-Tap. 7-Tap, those guys are great. Yeah, gonna... I, think, I think amongst all the people who collab, <laughs> not to take away any kind of some big wreck, all right? But those dudes are right up my Jose head. and all those guys. We are had great. so much fucking fun with them dudes, bro. Like, yeah, they're they're awesome. They know what they're doing. Yeah. If you've never been to fucking to their brewery. I'll be up there in a couple weeks. Like, I am drawing. Well, by the time it says I've already been I'm there. I'm drawing but. so much goddamn inspiration for like when we move and all that. Like, I'm gonna model so much what they do. Yeah. Like, cause their place is the shit. We played, played Bears up in Shreveport a few weeks back, and I was so freaking bummed that we didn't have enough time by the time oh, we got up man. there to go run the seventh tap and go check out some stuff and dude, be back at the bar to play. Dude, not only going to seventh tap, but going to buy a great raft because their tap room is great and the beers are great, but when you're back up there again, if you're hungry and you want food, Lucky Palace Lucky is Palace. the best fucking Chinese food you will eat in your entire life. <laughs> it's inside the seediest hotel you've ever been in oh, in your life. <laughs> Dude, their wine, the wine selection they have has won James Beard Awards for the best wine selection in the country. 
in a dive fucking hotel in Shreveport. No shit. First time we ever went up there, we're walking into the lobby. It was uh, me and Jay and like a couple of people used to work for him back in the day. And it was the owner of Great Raft. She's like, we're going to Lucky Palace. We're like, like, what the fuck is that? She's like, trust me, you you won't regret it. We go into the fucking hotel room. We're not the hotel room, I'm sorry. Walk into the hotel lobby. There's a fucking plastic, there's like a rubber glove on a chair. (laughs) (laughs) And like, there's like security tape around it. And I'm just going, where the fuck are we at right now? And she's like, she's like, just walk past us, keep going. We go into this, we go into the restaurant. Now there's a menu of like just generic Chinese food, like sesame chicken and stuff like that. And you flip it over, and it's like real deal, legit Chinese food. It's the best food I've ever had in my life. No kidding. Like the best Asian food I've ever had, dude. It's they have this like they have this duck pancake dish that is unreal. It's it's like and the portions they give you are enough for five people to eat. Like it's huge. It is so good. Like whenever I'm in Shreveport, I make it a point. I'm going to Lucky Palace to go eat Chinese food. Because it, it just, it's just dumb. It just makes no sense. I have to tell, tell the boys, you know, yeah. look, we got to stop over here before we get to the bar we're playing. Bro, just trust me on this. I would not steer you wrong, I, man. I, I, would. I trust your opinion. <laughs> you eat lots of things. I eat lots of, this is why, hashtag this is why I'm fat. <laughs> like, I remember you talking about it on a previous podcast in Shreveport about the uh, Chinese place. Dude, it's so good. It's but, uh, so fucking good. Me and good. Brad, when we went down there to brew at 7 Tap, we yeah. had... Like, the whole time we were down there, like, we were just shooting the shit the whole time because it's such a long drive. Yeah, absolutely. It's four hours. Not only, and it's not that it's long, because four hours is not that bad, but it's that particular drive that makes it so long. It sucks. Yeah. Because it's the most, like, think about it. Yeah, I went to Lafayette and fucking shot up. Uh, no, actually, we took 190 all the way in. Really? Okay. And, um, but think about going to Houston. It sucks. It's four and a half hours. Yeah. But it's not a that, shit drive. That time between Lake Charles, like Lafayette and Lake Charles is just like, ugh, this sucks. Yeah. But the entire drive from Baton Rouge to Lafayette is just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, for but sure. Like, crawfish field, crawfish field. Yeah. Cotton field, crawfish field, crawfish field. Yeah. Woods. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole stretch of 49 sucks. So we knew shooting the shit, and um, we just had wings on our mind the whole time. So we uh, we got down there with a uh, great raft. Met with their brewers and all that. Just walked around, did their tour. Good people. Um, and then we went to Seven Tab just to finish out the night. And hung yeah. Out. Um, and then one of the bartenders, because we had, like I said, we had wings in our mind, and one of the bartenders suggested, like, you have to go to this place. And I'm will not remember the name, so I'm not going to say it because right, I have right. no fucking idea. <laughs> However, her recommendation paid off. Awesome because it was one of the best wing joints I've ever been. Nice. And it's just a little dive bar. Yeah. They had live music. The music sucked, but the wings were awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say it too. Like the, the place that we played up there, it's called Bears, and you roll up on it, and it looks like a freaking old Bavarian building, like you're in a Helen, Georgia, or something like that. You know, oh, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like that on the outside, and you walk in, and it's just like you know, kind of like a dive bar, but they have a kitchen in the back. Surprisingly good burger. Wow. Like, okay. I was I was impressed. Nice. There's a the place up there in Shreveport. When I worked for uh, Tin Roof. And I was, I went up there, uh, me and the other beer rep for Tin Roof were just going up there, like, checking on the counts and stuff like that. We went to this one place, and we, we sat down at the bar, and the special was a kangaroo burger. And I just went, okay. it's like, is, like, are you just saying this is a kangaroo burger? It's like, this is the real meat from a kangaroo. And he's like, no, we imported this, like, it cost us a lot. It's a kangaroo burger. I'm like. So it's a forty dollar burger. No, it was it was about a it was about it was a twenty three dollar burger. I'm like, okay. I want that burger. I need to eat kangaroo. I don't want. I want to know what it yeah, tastes yeah. like. Yeah. And they brought it out. Right. I can't remember the name of the fucking place, but it was really. Constant Contacts marketing tools and technology make it easier than ever to drive big results for your small business. From list growth and email to SMS and social media, it's all powered by advanced automation and AI capabilities that help you grow your business more effectively. Plus, we've got the reporting you need to see what's working and what's not, so you can adjust along the way. Constant Contact is the digital marketing solution you need to keep up, excel, and grow. Try it for free today at ConstantContact.com.
fucking good. They had a great tap selection, like a bunch of really cool beers on it, but like I can say I ate a kangaroo burger okay. and it was fucking tasty. Okay. So yeah, the, the place I was talking about is something Avenue. Something Avenue Pub or something along them lines. It was a little dive bar. Yeah. They had a good little beer selection. But There's uh, a really good pizza place okay. up there in Shreveport. Uh, fuck, I can't think of the name of it. But like they do old school, like they have the the big brick pizza oven and all that stuff and everything was really really good i gotta get back to this kangaroo what did it taste like curious it had a it was a it probably didn't taste like chicken it it definitely (laughs) didn't taste like chicken it definitely didn't taste like chicken it was a like like kind of gamey like if you had just like straight up deer meat like without it without it being blended with something it was kind of gamey but it wasn't bad. Like, it was good. I ate the whole burger. It was fine. Right on. But I was just like, I just ate a fucking kangaroo burger. Like, this <laughs> nice. is fucking weird. Like, I love buffalo and fucking yeah. all that shit, but to have a kangaroo burger was kind of weird. But it was really good. Right on. All right, so Kim, pick this beer for us. Bobby, what are we drinking right now? She picked it. Let her do it. Oh, shit. All right, go ahead. All right. So this <laughs> go ahead, is our, Kim. This is our Cumulus Cumulus. Ah, don't look at the book. Nope. I want you to go off the top of your head. I'm not a brewer. Stop. I'm, hi- I'm, I'm hiding all that. I told you, do not ask me what is in the beer. I can only sell the beer. I don't know what's no, in it. No, you're supposed to know what's in the beer. All right. So this one's brewed with Galaxy, Nelson Salvin, and Big Secret. And then for a fun kick, they added the Cloudberry Juice, which is something we do with a few of our sours okay and we've never added it to an ipa so it's a fun little raspberry kick to accentuate the hops is that where the cumulus part came from because i was thinking it the was because it was because of the uh it's the raspberry it's cloud. got that really the, the fluffy mouthfeel too well the cloudberry so getting uh, back we were talking about what our new england style ipa is. so we we kind of use a base recipe when it comes to our new england style so the percentage of base malts to wheat and oats and stuff like that, we kind of keep that the same because that's going to give you some of that pillowy mouthfeel, right? Um, we can play with the mass temperatures, so let's call it that 152, 153 range will give us a nice little body to the beer, but if we ramp that up to like 155, 156, that'll give you a nice thicker mouthfeel. So that'll help smooth that out. Um, little bit of uh, sweetness helps that also which is so when you're when you're talking with those higher mass temperatures you're creating more complex sugars so the and the yeast can't really eat those complex sugars so when it leaves those sugar behind it leaves the beer with body so that's why a stout like a big ass uh, ABV stout has a thick thick mouthfeel because there's so much complex sugar being created and the yeast don't take care of that Um, so we kind of stick with kind of a base. It's not necessarily always the same, but it's close enough, right? Um, I mean, think about when you're making a gumbo. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're kind of going, you're going by what yeah. you know. Right. But if you're adding an extra half a tablespoon of salt, who gives a shit, right? Right. It, so, you're doing it to taste, like right. that's for you. So, so we we given that we're not a strict corporate production brewery, we're able to play with those recipes and yeah. like. Sometimes it is what it is. If we're off by half a percentage of ABV, it is what it is. If we're off on our gravity, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so we stick with those basic, uh, that basic grain bill, and then we play with the gravity, uh, the, the mash temperatures to, to fuck with those. But uh, mostly when we when we mess with those, um, mess with the IPAs, it's all hot combinations. Yeah. And then that um, and that cloudberry really offer that cool sweetness to it, and. Even though the cloudberry presents itself as a raspberry as far as the flavoring, I find it gives it more of a cotton candy thing, which is why I like it. A little bit of sweetness. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard of a cloudberry before no. today. Well, cloudberry, <laughs> it, learn something every day. Because it's not a domestic <laughs> thing, it's all like uh, Eastern European shit. Like, yeah. it's, you can't yeah. get it here. Like, so we can only get like a syrup. It's like an extract syrup. You can't get a puree of it. Gotcha. Um, so. It's good though. It's really good. Yeah. It's, there's a little sweetness to it. It's not like oh, it's not like strong sweetness. Right. It's kind of like it's there, but just that essence of it. So yeah. It's in the, background. the idea yeah. behind the beer was when we went to uh, Seven Tap to brew the uh, the Parfaited, Parfaited. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we brought a shit ton of beer for them to drink, and yeah. just just as a good idea of like, like, like we yeah. all do, we always do like, that. This is what we brew. Um, like, what right. do you think would fit in this in this portfolio? Right. Basically, like whenever you do collabs, no matter who it is, you're gonna bring beer to yeah. them, and when they come to you, they're gonna bring beer. There's an open like, tab, and you just this is our style. Whatever. This is like what we gravitate towards. Like, what can we do in this vein? Yeah. Like, you buy them lunch, all that shit. Like, yeah, all that. Yeah. So yeah. we brought them a bunch of beer and. At that time, that's when we just released all of our cloudberry sours. Right. Um, and they liked the, the pineapple clouds, the tangerine clouds, and they liked all that. And the, the difference in those beers is not just a pineapple sour, it's that cloudberry really gives it an essence of right. difference. And it's that, that, that cotton candy, almost bubble gum in a way. Yeah, yeah. That difference that makes it really elevated. And they liked that. And it was like, well, fuck it, let's do an IPA that way. So, and that's kind of what we did. Nice. So, and humulus is the Latin ver- uh, term. It's the scientific term for hops. I okay. have nothing to do with the name. And cumulus, obviously clouds. <laughs> all right. So Lies. And they rhyme, so that's where yeah. we come up with that. Yeah, I so. like it. This is all their thing. <laughs> this, is, this is a really good beer. I love this. All right, so two things I want to bring up that we haven't really discussed in the podcast. A... I'm digging the big wreck that you're playing in the background here. I'm a, For sure. I'm a huge big wreck fan. Yeah, me yeah. too. The fucking Ian Thornley is a badass. Yeah. And if like Soundgarden ever wanted to get back together and it's have a good. lead singer, Ian fucking Thornley is the man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not that, dude, guitar. Like oh my god. His guitar playing is fucking stupid. And he kind of looks like Chris Cornell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, second. We haven't talked nearly enough shit about Ross Margot. <laughs> because the shit show became a thing because of me and Ross and Jess, where it wasn't like I wasn't focusing on a brewery, and we I just brought a bunch of beers and like, hey, let's drink beers and bullshit. So like this is this is gonna be the new thing. Like me, you and Ben. But if you wanna go it's available. if you wanna bring some beer from other breweries, I got shit in the cooler. <laughs> well, I, but no, for this one, like, I want to drink, I want to drink killer beer. For the next one, we'll do that. But like, the whole purpose of the shit show was be, was to drink a bunch of different beers from whoever, and then like just just bullshit or whatever. Yep. But I feel like since Ross has moved to Florida, of all places, I want to fucking talk some shit about Ross because <laughs> I I love him to death. But at the same time, I'm just like fuck you because like. You left me high and dry. We're going to go to Disney, bro. Yeah, we'll go fucking live at Disney, bro. Like, fuck, we're doing the same. We're going to Disney. <laughs> but I feel like, though he left, I have two very capable people here with me, with Ben and Bobby, to carry on this shit show. That sure. we can do, like... I'm into it. Yeah, we can drink, like... it's Now, we've been trying to do this for a while, and... Because someone's playing in like forty-five different bands, hey, uh, we've had an issue. <laughs> I canceled. I canceled one. What? I might have canceled twice. But y'all also canceled at least one time. No, no, least. no. A hundred percent. Bobby's Bobby's canceled once. I canceled once. Hey, damn it, no. <laughs> like, but like Bobby's canceled one time. I've canceled one time. I think I canceled twice. Vince, Vince maybe it canceled twice, but I've never canceled. Just for the record. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Cam, all right, you've you've always been here and on the radio show. Yeah, though, if you want to do this like once a month or something, I'm yeah. that's why I love it. We were if we were able to do that because sure. I'm trying to build up enough uh, content so we can keep doing this. Like yeah. I've got some stuff built up with a few breweries. I'm going to Rustin. The weekend of May 13th and 14th, so I'm gonna to try to get up to Seven Tap and do something with those guys to have that. But like, I need more content to keep this going. Yep. And just honestly, anytime you guys want to fucking just hang out and drink beer, like, uh-huh. and, and we can, I know a place. You know a place. Yeah. Thank you. Place. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We can do like we can do it here. Like, we we know enough brewery people, Bobby, that we can go to Cypress Coast. Justin is always down for mm-hmm. doing a podcast. We can go to Rally Cap. Jeremy's always down with that as well. Like, we can be mobile, Ben, if you're down with that. For sure. And going to a few different places. But I, I like doing it here because it's been a minute since I've done a podcast here. And the last time I was here, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mentioned something about doing a podcast here. Brad said he didn't want to be a part of it because he was, like, busy. Like, I'm not going to be able to be a part of it. I'm, like, I'm brewing or whatever. So it was me and Cliff and uh, Derek when he was here. Okay. 
and we had a couple other people, and then Bob, then uh, not Bob, not you, but Brad ended up coming out halfway through the fucking podcast and was trying to talk. And back then I was doing like everybody had a mic, oh, so man. Brad's like sitting over here couldn't trying to talk, it, yeah. and like we couldn't hear him. Uh-huh. Like, come over to the mic. I don't want to talk on the mic. Why are you talking? Why are you comment on shit? <laughs> right, right. Like, fuck Brad, I love you, but goddamn it, like. <laughs> so, but I know he's been wanting to do something. So, like, we could definitely do like a straight up Gilla podcast with you and Brad and talk about what's going on and like all the beers that are coming out. But like these shit show things, like the next time we do it, I'll bring some beers. If you got some beers, like we'll just fucking. The whole concept of it is like, just we not we don't even talk about the beers. Yeah, it's like hey, we're drinking this show, yeah. and yeah. like. Man, what's Shoot going on shit. with you, man? Right. Bobby, what's going on with you? Like, Kim, what's going on with you? Like, it's, it's, there's no focus to it. It's like all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's just the hang. Yeah. And I, that's, I love that. Not where it's like, I don't have to focus on one thing and do research and talk about this. And that's like, yeah. friends sitting around and having some beers and just like bullshit. I've learned, I've learned you just like to talk. I don't know about all that. I mean, I do it fucking five days a week. <laughs> yeah, but so it's, it's fun it's to like, just shoot the shit and it gets you. Yeah, I, I catch yeah. the end of y'all's uh, radio show every day on my way home from work. The uh, talk radio channel. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Jada Cody show on Talk One Seven Three. If anybody's interested <laughs> in that, you can watch us on YouTube as well. YouTube.com/slash Jada Cody and watch us fucking goof off. Uh, it's fun. It's it. The fact that I get paid, basic like I'm. So my official title is I'm the production director over all the, all, all the radio stations. I make sure all the spots get in on time and like all that stuff. If I've got to record clients, I go in and record clients and do all the production work on that. But we basically get paid to drink and eat on the fucking radio. I heard that. That sounds it's, awesome. It's like, yeah, oh, like, like, so by the time this airs, it'll be, it'll be past this, but like coming up the week, the first week of May, May 4th is Star Wars Day. It's May the 4th be with you. Right. Our friend David Steele from the Bourbon Society of Baton Rouge is coming on with four Star Wars themed cocktails. Okay. So we're going to drink fucking cocktails and talk Star Wars for two hours. <laughs> uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Jay has the Government Taco, so we're going to do the radio show from Government Taco. Drink margaritas and shit. Like, my job is hard. You're living the dream. Indeed. Such I, don't, a <laughs> I don't know how I fell into this, but like, here I am. And like, I can... I can make a living of it. You do. Uh, and you do. <laughs> I try. I get you, Kim, I get you on there as well to come talk about beers. Like Still waiting for a date. It's coming. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. It's coming. I'm good. This is the wrong show for this. Like I'll, I'll get with you on, the, on that. <laughs> All right. Speaking so much of, pressure. Uh, speaking of Ross, we brought him up earlier. He's supposed to be coming down for like 4th of July. This okay. is true. He wants to, he wants to do a shit it. show. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I think we're going to get together at my house on the 2nd, too, and, like, play some tunes and barbecue and stuff. Uh, okay. I got... Uh, is it kid, kids are kid-friendly? Oh, yeah. All right. I got my daughter that weekend, so... Well, at Ben's house? All right. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's super kid-friendly. Perfect. All right. I'll bring her. We can fucking jam. Yeah. Play, and, play uh, some hot water music cover. Yeah. Oh, dude. That'd be great. Uh, we can... Yeah. We can do that. We can podcast, like, whatever, while he's in town. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be a good time. Glass bottom boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, Lucas stuff. Like, that'd be cool. All right, well, uh, it's we're, we're almost at an hour, so this has been fun. Hell yeah, Bobby Hoy, thank you for. Uh, I, I I thought you guys were open late on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you like sticking around. We open just for you. It's been a long day. It's my buddy Kirk Holder's birthday, so we've been drinking since 11 a.m. this morning. <laughs> We've been all over the place. We started on a half shell, then we went to the Turtle Bar at Homeless House, and went to uh, Sugarfield Spirits, then I came here. Somehow still coherent. And then I'm leaving here and going to fucking Fat Cats. Uh, so, nice. not playing nice. fucking any goddamn drums. I'm fucking. I've been a Fat Cats. Bro, come to Fat Cats. Tell Derek I said what's up. I will. Dude, Joe Cooper is hosting it tonight. If you're a fan of fucking Thin Lizzy and ACDC, he's your guy. Come on. How could you not be? <laughs> I love fucking Joe Cooper to death. Like, any chance I get to play a gig with him, I'll do it. He's hosting the blues, the the, the Sunday Night Jam, which is every Sunday at, at Fat Cats from like 7 to 11. It's a great fucking time, people. Like, come out, hang out, have a good time. That's where I'm heading tonight. But Bobby Hoyt, thank you so much. 
Appreciate it, sir. No, man. Ben Michon, you fucking play motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you for being here. My pleasure, man. Goddamn, I can't wait to do more uh, shit shows with you guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's do it. Kim. Thank you for being here. Kim Burley. Burley. Kim Burley. Kim, don't call me Kim Burley. There you go. Uh, quick shout out to the, to the sponsors of the podcast. Presonus Audio Electronics, Pelican Craft Brands, Cappuccino Coffee Roasters, Hops in the Hollows, and Government Taco. Until next time, I am Chuck P. This has been the ABV Podcast. Cheers. Later.